That's our that's our makeshift entry music. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't too bad for uh, the two by two podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Harold, and we are from Burlington Baptist Church. Uh, we are brought to you the, today and every day by CrossFit Northern Kentucky. Um, our friends at Kentucky Olive, purveyors of fine oils and balsamics. Um, Tom was nice enough to drop one of these off at the barbershop for me, and one of these off at the office for Harold. Yep, and. Uh, they're pretty good. Yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah. Nice and cool packaging. Yep. Um, he was telling me about some of the oils that were in here. Uh, he says the butter one's really good on popcorn and yeah. the garlic one's really good on like vegetables. And stuff. Tom seems to know a lot about oils. Yes, he does. Yes. I, I assume Tanya does too. I've not spoken to her about the yeah. oils, but yeah. she seems like she's probably on top of it. And Tina's excited about the Tuscan herb. Yeah. Yeah. we got to try those out. Yes. And those are located in the mall if you want to check those out. Yep. And uh, shout out to Tom as he recovers from knee, knee surgery. Yep. It was at church Sunday. And yep. so uh, it looked like he was doing pretty I good. I called him Saturday. I was like, are you are you staying in the house? He said, yeah, Tanya's here. I can't get out. Yeah. So, <laughs> and he had, a, he had a haircut. Yeah. He got a haircut before he went in. I think yeah. that's his recovery haircut. Yeah. 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 So. so. And our friends at Answers in Genesis. Yep. We also love those guys. Shout out to them. Yep. And... Uh, We've got a new new sermon series, and it's a, a charge to the church, really. Yep. You know, and, and elsewhere. So it's called you, Gospel to Every Home. Yep. And Jessica and Kevin made this little backdrop. Yep. And it's in our worship center. Yeah. And uh, so we have a couch and chairs, and it uh, looks like home in here. Yeah. And it looks really looks like my home because this is my chair. Actually. Oh, yeah, wow. This came so from my house. It really feels home. Yeah, yeah, so it feels pretty good. Yeah. And, and so we're kind of shouting a little bit because... Uh, we don't have all of our microphones and stuff, and so uh, excuse the shouting. I shout all the time, so it doesn't matter. It's normal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, I, I can apologize for it, but it's—I mean—it's just kind of how I talk. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll pray, <laughs> and, uh, and then Danny will give a quick baby update. Yeah. Baby update. Yep. And then, uh, so Lord bless this time. Thank you that we can talk about the gospel. We want it to go out, and we want to reach our homes uh, in our community and and everywhere. And uh, we thank you that you're mighty to save. Thank you for those listening today. May you bless them. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes, so we have uh, our daughter Gabby is in the hospital. Hopefully soon delivering uh, our grandson, Ledger Scott. I am I'm guessing by the time this airs at seven, we may have a baby. I'd say. So, yeah. So or a at tired this, daughter. Well, yeah, you've got, you've got some... She's got some tired parents, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. We didn't get much sleep last night. We're pretty excited. So, so anything Danny says that's out of the ordinary? I have an excuse this week. Yes. So when I say something off the wall, I have an excuse this week, as opposed to other weeks when I am better rested. Yep, yep. There's really no excuse those weeks. No, no, no excuses. <laughs> and I've got my phone uh, over here open, ready to receive any kind of information. So I'll keep you guys updated as we go through our... Uh, just podcast. a quick question, Paul, Grandpa? Uh, Dan Dan. Dan Dan. Yeah, so okay. we have a niece and a step-granddaughter already, and they just call me Dan Dan. So we thought that would be good. Plus, Tina doesn't want to be called Grandma, so she's TT. Yeah. TT and Dan Dan. Okay, okay. Yeah. That, that looks like that will work. Yeah, she doesn't look like a grandma. No, no. Foxy grandma. You say That's that. That's what I'll call her. You call her that. I will call her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will call her Foxy grandma. Foxy grandma. Yeah, so... So we, we are talking about the gospel, which is yeah. it's a good subject. Yeah. Um, 
and we're talking about uh, how the church, I, basically they've put together a program that's got churches in the region going out to areas around their church. We yeah. got the 41005 yeah. uh, zip code, which is where our church is. Yeah. Um, and we're going to try to get gospel to everybody. And, and So we have some gospel packets and it's got a DVD with some Jesus videos and the gospel presentation, some information about the church, the gospel of John, just information. And we want to try to get those to everybody. We're going to try to get like a three mile radius, about 8,000 That's homes. crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we got, uh, so the next couple months, we're going to be talking about evangelism. Some of our Bible study groups are talking about evangelism and uh, we're praying. We started a 40 days of prayer for that. And uh, we're gonna do some evangelism-specific training, right? And then we got we're gonna have a way for people to sign up if they want to participate in distributing the materials and packing the materials. And uh, so we're gonna kind of be summer missionaries, and uh, we're excited. I, I am. That's awesome. So let me ask you, and I'll ask you this because I don't think I've asked you this before. Did you know that they were going to do this when we started all the discipleship things? I mean, no, since you've got particular, <clears throat> I, I know that uh, I know when we hired the. Todd Gray to be the executive director. He he wanted to do something where we get the gospel out to homes. Do you think he watches this? Because I like Todd. Yeah, I doubt it. But uh, <laughs> he has a, a weekly leadership podcast. Yes, he does. I get on there sometimes, ask questions. Yeah, yeah. but uh, oh. so uh, you know, we want to help people get equipped and feel comfortable going out. And so, uh, if you're willing, and if not, then we want to send you out with someone who feels comfortable talking about the gospel and. And uh, so we got some work to do with the next few months, and we're going to try to role model the gospel a little bit up here in different ways. And uh, so, and, and Jesus obviously is the example. I mean, he went about teaching and preaching the gospel, and uh, and we want to be like Jesus. And uh, and so he went city to city, villages to villages, and he he healed and taught and preached and cared and loved people. And and we want to be be we like can, Jesus. You know, we can we can talk a lot this week probably we may, we may have to watch our time this week because uh and i i have a few small groups yeah of course we have the praise team and and uh we try to go through and then most of the the pray you know we try to go through something or we'll we'll bring something up and then uh that, that we're working on or we're looking at or we have a subject for our podcast or our studio three or whatever that we talk about and then most of the praise team is in my sunday school class mm-hmm. so we're we have things going on in there and we get the same kind of questions there that I get kind of out in town and said, what if I'm not gifted? Let's start, let's start at the beginning. Okay. Why is it, why is it the average churchgoer's responsibility to get out and spread the gospel? Yeah. So we have the great commission, right? Obviously Jesus said, go therefore and make disciples and teach them, baptize them in the name of the father, son, Holy spirit. So we have a commission to go tell. And, uh, and so, uh, it, it doesn't say if, if your spiritual gift is evangelism, go tell it. Jesus said, go tell and uh, go share the good news and help make disciples. And so I, I mean, we believe in a great commission. Right. And if, so if we want to say, I want to follow Jesus, and Jesus says to go make disciples, then then that's part of the calling. Right. And, uh, and so, some people are, are gifted in evangelism mm-hmm. and can uh, preach and share the gospel. And, and there seems to be a, a, a strong response. And so that we, we don't deny the gift of evangelism the evangelist but we all have a responsibility to go and share and uh 
Lots of ways. We, there's a ton of different ways. I mean, we talk about lifestyle evangelism where we just, we live out our faith and we look for opportunities to sow seeds and, and talk about the difference that Jesus has made in our lives. And, and just little by little, uh, we, we sow gospel seeds and, and by loving and caring for others, we, we usually have some opportunities to do that. Uh, and this, this is a little bit, a little bit more direct. Right. We're going to go to doors and knock and, if they're not there, we'll leave information. But if they are, and they want to converse about the gospel, we we want to be able to share that. And, yes. Uh, I mean, we we feel like that's part of caring for our neighborhood is uh, telling them the best news we got, and that's that Jesus came and uh, gave His life to pay for our sins. He died, was buried, raised again. He He offers the gift of salvation to those who will repent, and believe, and uh, we believe that's. Such good news. Amen. We don't want to hide it Amen. and uh, keep it to ourselves. And so, so and, I, and I have just a, just just for me personally, and I will, I, you know, I, I can tell you this. If I look back on my just my just my life, um, I, I love doing it now. Yeah. I love talking to people about Jesus. I love answering questions that they have about Jesus. I love if I don't have the answer, I like going to find it. Yeah. I think that's something that I'm really really passionate about. We've talked about how much I really like teaching, even though I'm not really good. I don't know. I'm sure I'm, I'm very good at it. But um, one of the things I used to be really scared of it, to talk to people about Jesus, because I'm like, what if they, then it's almost kind of like an embarrassment at one point for me, yeah. because it's like, what if they think I'm some kind of weirdo? And what if I don't have any good answers? Or what if they start asking me questions I can't answer? You know, what if they ask me something that I just go, oh, that's a really good question. I don't have any kind of answer. Well, there's good news and bad news to that, right? The good yeah. news is there's an answer somewhere. Yeah. The bad news is they're probably going to ask you some questions you can't answer. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably going to ask me some questions I can't answer. But um, being able just to talk and discuss those things with people is, is really, really rewarding. The Holy Spirit's going to help you. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're going into it prayerfully and you're going into it with ways like I just want. I just want to tell somebody about Jesus today. Yeah. I, yeah. I, want, I want somebody to engage me in a conversation about Jesus. You know, at the barbershop sometimes, those, those guys probably get tired of it, but, you know, people will ask like this, and I'll say, well, do you want to know what the Bible says? Yeah. yeah. That's all, that, that might be all the avenue you need. Yeah. You know. And there's um, been times where I've, somebody's asked me something, and I've said, you know, I'd, I'd like to look into that a little bit better and not just give sure. you an answer, but, but I, I'd like to share with you the things that I do know, and the most important thing is what Jesus did for you, and, yeah. and just kind of get back to the gospel and, and say, I, I don't mind to come back and talk about that question some more right uh look into it some more we can look into it together yeah. uh, but we don't have to have the answer to everything uh yeah. we, we know the main thing and then, then the other thing is uh i tell people if, if, if you don't know anything more than what jesus did in your life right and tell them that tell them right i realized that i was a sinner and uh somebody explained to me what jesus did for me and and uh i, I wanted to follow jesus and uh and the difference it's made in my life. So, I mean, just telling your testimony, your story. One is, of the, you know, one of the questions I think that, or one of the statements I think that is a, such a good one, and it's an old one. And, and I've heard people say this, and in, in, as they've been preaching, I've heard people say this as they've been witnessing or evangelizing, where they said, "Are if you died today, mm -hmm. right now, are you sure? Are you certain that you're going to heaven?" Yeah, yeah. Well, if the answer is no, that we can. Look, then let's have a conversation about that because yeah. I can I can give you a way to guarantee yeah. that when you leave this earth you're going to see you're going to be with Jesus right yeah and, I mean 
That's not that hard. Yeah. And some people will say, well, I, I, I hope so, or I don't know if you can know. And we would say, no, the Bible says you can know for yep. sure that you're going to heaven. Absolutely. And if you let me, I'd like to share with you how. And right. then we give them Jesus. And uh, So just a few things that we we, we talk about. God, yeah, he, he created us and he's holy yeah. and uh, loving, merciful. Uh, but we're sinners. And uh, we, we talk a little bit about what sin is and how we miss the mark and we do it our way instead of God's way. And But our sin separates us from God. And the, really the, the key of the gospel is just Jesus. Jesus came to solve that problem and he lived a sinless life. He took our sins. And we, we want people to understand why uh, why Jesus died on the cross. He was paying for our sins. He, he paid for them. He died. He was raised again. And uh, the gospel allows us to, to talk about that good news and, and then uh, help people to respond to it. Yeah. And, uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got a faith and reason class. This this time in my in my uh, in my studies, and I was kind of laughing because Jesus didn't really answer questions right out. Right? Yeah. Jesus answered. Someone asked him a question. He'd throw another question back at them that got them to think about it. Well, and I mean that's that's a great way to witness. Yeah. Let these people reason themselves into. Yeah. Well, this makes perfect sense, and you don't have to be. Yeah. You you don't have to be super smart to do that. Right? Yeah. So yeah. a second question I ask sometimes is suppose you were to die. Right. And you stood before God and he said, Danny, why should I let you into heaven? What would you say? Me? You yeah. probably shouldn't. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. that would be my answer. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm totally but some people will say, well, that's a good question. And, mm -hmm. and sometimes they start giving a work type answer. I'm, you know, I'm a good guy or I, I don't cheat nobody. And right. I'm, I pay and, my bills and I, you know, I love my family and I try to do good whenever I can. You hear that a lot. Yeah. You know. And then that kind of. You say, can I share with you what, how the Bible would answer that? Right. And then you give them the gospel. And then, uh, and sometimes they'll say, well, I, you know, I always believed in God. And, I, I'm a, and I'll say, well, I understand that. But when I ask you why well, God should let you into heaven, you, you said because I'm this and this and this. But the answer is Jesus. Right. Because what Jesus did for me. Right. And, and I just wanna want you to understand that. And want you to know he did that for you. And uh, if you'll... Turn from your sins and believe upon Him, and, and sometimes we answer some questions about what what repentance looks like and what faith looks like, and and following the Lord. Uh, and it's hard, I think, for some people to to say, well, "Wait a minute, you're saying I don't got to do my stuff, and uh, you want to do your stuff, but but not to earn your salvation. Right? It's uh, what you do uh, out of gratitude for what Jesus has done for you. And and some people, you know, that's if you've never heard that before, that's a little different yep. to, to think that you don't have to earn your way to heaven. Uh, but the Bible talks about it being a gift. The wages of sin is death, but the, the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And so we, we want you to know that it's a gift. And uh, I asked Tom, what did you pay for the last gift you got? And the answer is, well, you don't pay for a gift. Right. Yeah, so we don't pay for salvation. We receive it as a gift from God, and uh, we live differently afterwards. But but we don't. We should want to. Yeah, right? I mean that sure. you know the, the wanting to be like Jesus and having Him in your heart is going to press you to try to be yeah. better every day. Yeah, if you love me, you keep my commandments. Sure. sure. And uh, so, um, so we're, you went. You did a little bit of Matthew, and, and of course we're going to get to the crux of the workers are few and the yeah you know that kind of thing. But he's in his Galilean ministry, and he's going around. He's healing people. Mm -hmm. uh, he he's doing these things. And he's preparing the way 
but but the whole time he's he is living out yeah. his gospel message, right? Sure. Yeah. Which is ultimately I kind of summed up a lot of things that you talked about. Yeah. But yeah. So he's and he's given you uh, the example. I mean, he's he's surrounded by tax collectors, stinky fishermen, uh, religious people. religious people. Uh, yeah, all all these things, and he's he's you know he's eating with these people. He's yeah doing this stuff. So it's not it's not a club, right? It's not an exclusive club that you've got to be. Yeah. You've got to dress like thank goodness. You've got to dress like this and look like this to come to this church. Look, you can dress like me and look like me, and then we'll still let you in. I promise. Yep. But we might let you on stage. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Players saying we might get you up here, but yeah. And so he he meets some you know he he those that are sick and hurting he would meet physical needs. Right. Uh, and then give them the gospel, and I think we can learn that uh, sometimes we got to meet some physical needs. You know, we got to help people yeah, where they're at. Absolutely. And uh, sometimes that gives us a right to to share the good news of the gospel with them. And so we want to to help with needs that people have, love them, encourage them. Uh, I mentioned some people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. But once you show love and care for people and minister to them, then. And they'll sometimes listen to you, what you have to say about the spiritual things. So, yeah. um, well, there's a, so, so, and we're kind of touching on something that I, I think is important to talk about. For those folks, um, and this is, again, this is something that I, I kind of talked with two people about. I, I, it's easy for me to speak to people, right? I mean, yeah. I, I just have, I don't mind speaking to whoever. Yeah. Right? Um, there are people that are not that comfortable. Right. Yeah. Me, so, I mean, I, w- sure. You're, I you're kind of an introvert, yeah. but, but, but you have forced yourself into doing it, which is awesome. Sure. Um, and most of that's not you. That's, yeah. you know, it helps you. Yeah. But, but, but those people who say, you know, I just, I just can't bring myself. Well, what are you doing in your life? Is your life a representation of what Jesus looked like? Is yeah. your, you know, um, are you, are you doing things to take care of people? And not take you not you know not wanting to get a big bunch of credit for it. Those yeah. kind of things are also yeah you know the, it's it's also the gospel message. Yeah. Giving without expecting anything in return. That's the God yeah. love. We talk about that all the time. You know those yeah. kind of things. If you're living out your faith, mm-hmm. then others are going to notice, and uh, you're going to have opportunities to to minister, to speak truth, to share the gospel, and uh, you know we want we want to help equip you for that. Yeah. When those opportunities present themselves. Yeah. And uh, if if you're not that comfortable right now, then uh, come and be equipped. And then also we we'll send you out with people who are more comfortable talking. I mean, you can yeah. take a team and sure, and we can go. And if someone wants to talk, and and sometimes everybody feels comfortable with some small talk, and and then other people feel more comfortable with, with the spiritual conversations, and yeah. and that's okay. That's a good place to start. And I, I mentioned, you know, you you. You get the opportunity to lead someone to, to Jesus, and uh, I mean, you it'll bless you. You want to do it more, right? You'll you'll be right. like, that's just the best thing so, in the world. So one of the things I think about too is is a lot of times you'll hear a story about somebody who has just been in the gutter, right? Yeah, and and they and they find Jesus and they are doing um, just a, God's using them in just an amazing way, right? Yeah. Well, you think about that story, and I hear a lot of people go, you know, my story is not that exciting, right? Well, I, and I can tell you this because um, when I was ordained a deacon, I was ordained with two other fellows here in the church, and both of those guys are wonderful guys. It's, and I, and I, I'll probably say their names before this is over with, but I had to go last in giving kind of my testimony. Well, these both of these guys were like, well, it's you know, it's Jim Miller and, and uh, Kevin Looper. 
well, I was raised in church and, you know, I always was been involved in church and all this other stuff. And, you know, I just, from a, from a very young age, I just knew Jesus had a plan for my life and all that stuff. But for me, that's hugely impactful, right? Yeah. Cause I'm the one when I, you know, I'm listening to these two guys. I'm like, great. Yeah. You know, I got to tell them, you know, I was, I was a terrible person for a long time. You know, I was awful to be married to. I was all this other stuff. But, but to, to me, that story is what an awesome yeah. testimony to, to just go, Jesus has had a plan for me. Yeah. I knew it in my teenage years and I've tried to follow that plan. But I mean, that, to yeah. me, that's way more impressive than, hey, I was a, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> a music playing so, bad person. And, and it seems like God always kind of puts the right person right. with the right testimony to, to so impact. I, and I say all that because regardless of what you think your testimony is, it is important to somebody. Somebody will relate to some part of that story or somebody will be impressed with, with some part of that story because... God doesn't make any mistakes when he, you yeah. know, when he gives you a testament. Yeah. And I mentioned, you know, there's people I can't reach, but Danny can reach people that I, you know, they don't talk to me because I'm <laughs> too know, clean cut. Yeah. And, and look at him. Uh, but God got uses, short sleeves on this week. So God uses all that. and uh, He can use you. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there are certain people that you can reach. You have a certain relationship with people that uh, God can use you. Yeah. And uh, it's exciting when he does. Yeah. So let's, um, Let's talk about, so what are some of the, besides what we've talked about, what are some of the things that you hear where people go, I just, I can't, I'm not equipped. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not wired. Yeah. And, and you can probably speak to this a little bit better because if you said, hey, we're going to go out and talk to people, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you would be the opposite reaction yeah. like all that. Yeah. Well, just all kinds of things. I mean, some people are fearful. Right. This, that this one, scares right? them to death. Right. Uh, you, you know, some people would fear standing up in here and talking to a bunch of people, but some people would fear going to someone's house. Uh, you know, we get the excuses, well, people don't like it when you come to the house. Uh, but my argument would be, uh, I think some, I think people expect the church to show up every now and then. Sure. And if we got something that we genuinely believe in and we're not sharing it with them, then... Well, so you said 8,000 houses, right? Yeah. Approximately. And, and we've got the big... The big box delivery store is coming. You, and, and so there's going to be more houses, yeah. right? Well, think about this. If you've got someone, you might have someone right next door that has a need that we can fill that we don't really even know about because yeah. they're not coming in, we're not sharing. That's kind of how you find out, hey, this family needs us. This, yeah. You know, and that's that's a way to yeah. minister to that family. Yeah. That's a lot. So just going, you know, sometimes you, you God gives you a divine appointment and you show up and they got something going on and you just listen, you pray. Right. But that's awesome too when, yeah. when God uses you that way, mm -hmm. and and often you just you plant seeds, uh, you know, someone you invite them to a church and, and maybe they don't come for years, but maybe something comes up in their life and and they remember well that church came by and uh, they they love me and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go see yeah. see if what they talk about is real and uh, and you know the other thing is you know we with COVID you know we a lot of people checked out. Facebook right. messages and stuff, right. and and so they feel a little more familiar with you now. Yeah. Bit, so I can't. What was yesterday? Who who was I talking to yesterday? Somebody come in the shop, maybe, or I'll enter, talking to someone, and, and I guess our service had popped up on their Facebook feed, and he looked at me. He goes, "You know, 
your singing voice does not match your regular voice. <laughs> but it yeah. gave me an opportunity. He's a yeah. wonderful, he's a wonderful dude. I mean, I've we've known each other for a hundred years. I just don't know if he's ever heard me sing, yeah. you know, yeah. which may be good for him. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, he was like, man, he goes, I was, I was actually impressed. He goes, you guys got a good, yeah. good thing going. But it gives you, that's just, I mean, that's all you need sometimes yeah. just to say, hey, well, you know, yeah. are you guys going to church? Are you, you know, what are you doing? Um, yeah. One of my people, like I said, I asked him for about two years, and finally he showed up, and he comes a lot now. And yeah, it's just you know you never know, and that's so that's and that's another thing that that we can talk about. Um, this is going to be a good podcast, I feel like. But anyway, so I I'll tell you something that frustrates me with sharing the gospel, right? And and this I, I can't imagine I'm the only person. I'm laying out this awesome plan that Jesus has for them what he's done in my life, what he's done in, in people's lives around me. And then, and then when you leave, they just go, huh? Yeah. Well, that, that's you know, normal. But, yeah. but the thing that's, that's hard for somebody like me, right? Because I'm like, I want to see some fruit. I want to yeah. get, let's get this tree grown and let's, you know, but that's not always the case, right? Yeah. And no, sometimes some, you wait. Some sow and some water and some get a rejoice in the harvest. But I mean, the, the key is being faithful to the great commission yeah. and uh, God alone converts opens eyes and so we we pray we pray now god uh provide some fertile soil mm -hmm. and then of course jesus said the harvest is plentiful yep. the laborers are few right and uh and again you, you got three or four hundred people mm -hmm. but not all of them are laborers well yeah and, and some of your well like the bible says some of your seeds gonna fall on the rocks and yeah. some of your feeds seeds gonna fall on the ground it doesn't have deep roots and yeah. you know be able to take and, and uh, sandy soil things like that but I think it's interesting that Jesus didn't say pray for the harvest. He said pray to the Lord of the harvest right. to send out laborers. And, and that's something that we, you know, and that's what we've talked to. We've, we've said this before, and I pray this Sunday morning sometimes. is Help me, help us to recognize the opportunities. Because I don't know how many times maybe yeah. before I really started to pray that I'd recognize the opportunity. Not for yeah. the opportunity. He was giving me the opportunities. Yeah. I, to pray that, you know, it would be an hour later and go, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And you know, I could have talked to that guy about Jesus and I missed it, you know. So often, and it's happened. We don't even have to go out of our way. I mean, we go to the restaurant. Right. You know, I usually say, you know, I'm going to pray for my meals or anything I can pray for you for. And, and you're just surprised at how many times someone just begins to tell you what's going on. And, we do that you know, to the waitresses or whatever. And, and I don't think I've ever heard anybody get now. Yeah. You know, some like I've got a daughter, you know, yeah. pray for my daughter and she's struggling in school or well, something, anything. But always be ready to plant a few seeds, mm -hmm. even if you're standing in line at the checkout or wherever. And uh, gospel tracts, I mean, those are handy to have mm -hmm. those. And if you don't have time to, you know, if they're not able to spend some time with you, you can give them that and ask them to, to read that and and uh, put your number on there. And So just lots of ways that we can sow seeds. And uh, I think Dave Reed said something in Sunday school this week that I thought was just so wise, you know, and if he, I hope he doesn't watch this because then he's going to get a big head and everything else. But he said, when we want God to hurry up with something, do you ever think he just sits back and kind of laughs? Because our, our lives on the scale of his timeline are so minuscule that, you know, we're like, man, God, I really need patience. He just kind of laughs. You know, I, I really want you to do this for me right now and all this other stuff. He just kind of sits back and goes, yeah. This, this time period we're talking about is so minute. Yeah. To yeah. what he's got going, you know, with his, his total scheme. And, and I get it. It's very human to want to go, I want all my kids baptized. I want all my kids coming to church. I want all my kids that are going to have kids to teach their kids. 
I don't want that right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just, and I can, you can understand why, but he, he's probably up there going, yeah, right now. Rick Warren, I was listening to Rick Warren on a podcast this morning. He was talking about last year, uh, all the preachers had these uh, clever 2020 sermon series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he COVID it. And right. Like, uh, <laughs> we got to change channels. We got to do something different. And uh, God probably laughs at our plans sometimes. Yes, I guarantee you, he yeah. laughs at the plans. But so, but anyway, I've been praying. The Lord, send out laborers. Call them up. Uh, you know, I, I'm praying for all those guys that, that God would... I, I want people, not just... Uh, I, I want them to to just experience the joy of sharing well, the good news. You know, I give. I, we'll give some example uh, of some things. And, and Susan Poston basically was talking to the the our, our seniors about you need to ride somewhere to get your shot. I'm, I'll take you. And then the the one lady that, that joined church and I can join join it. You need to ride somewhere. I'm I'm retired. Yeah. You need to ride to an appointment. You that's sharing the gospel. That's being a servant leader, a, a, a servant evangelist to those people. So those kind of things too. But you know, I think it's exciting. I think I think it's interesting too for the growth of the person sharing. Sometimes yeah. you get in a group with somebody like me, and yeah, I'll take the lead on talking. But you never know. Yeah, it might be the quiet person in the corner that says one thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Many times I've taken someone with me, go to someone's house, right. and this person is relates to what they're going through. Right, and right. It's, it's neat to say, just sit back and watch. And, and and for people who don't think that's that's happening. You know, Courtney and, and Lindsay and Josh have been speaking more, mm-hmm. you know, as, as this year went on, they, they started speaking more. They've been more comfortable. They've been singing, you know, every week because we haven't really been changing up teams. And and they're getting text messages now. Hey, I watched this. You said this. It's like, yeah, it's that's awesome. awesome, right? Yeah. I mean, and you can see, you know, they're, they're developing and they're, they're a little bit more comfortable and they're yeah. not scared. To- and our job is whip the same. You try. We work in ministry. Right. And so we, we want to pour in. And, uh, you know, we're not, if Danny and I go and try to visit as many homes as we could, we're going to get 100. Mm-hmm. But we equip the church, we get 8,000 right. or 10,000. Absolutely. And get a lot. So Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. We, we'd love to talk to you about the gospel. Amen. If, if that's something you're interested in, put us a comment or send us a note. And, yeah. Uh, uh, you, you know, it's exciting. You know, and well, I kind of hinted to this before. We, we have talked, not behind your back, obviously, but people have asked, and I said, you know, if you, if you look at your sermons, and it's, and, it, and it's not that difficult because it's a biblical thing, right? Um, all of your sermons have been towards, let's stop sitting in these pews and let's take this out and do some stuff. Now you've got March 2020, you know, yeah. taking stuff out of your home and, and taking this up, kind of, it, it got put on. You know, yeah. a, a small hiatus. But you look at that, it's, you've been preaching this since you've gotten here. Sure. And now we have the opportunity. You know, yeah. Hopefully we've got some people, we've got more people involved in small groups and things yeah. like that. This is one of those next step kind of things. Yeah. was like, this is... Our new people that's been coming, I mean, they're, they're signing up. They, yeah. they, want to, they want to do ministry. And yeah. It's awesome. exciting, yeah. And you, you, sometimes you just got to get in where you fit in, right? Yeah. I mean, you might, not, you might not know. I mean, you don't have... You know, I, don't, I can't sing and I can't preach and I can't... I don't know how to teach. And it, well, there's something for you to do. Open that door back That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Lots of things. If Gary Anderson can find a job in this church, everybody can find a job. I know he doesn't watch this, so he can't, <laughs> he can't get mad at me. Yeah. 
But uh, sounds good, man. Yeah, it was really students good. Students are gone this week to yep. Florida, so we're praying for them and their return Thursday, Friday. <laughs> praying for the uh, chaperones. Yep, yep. A bunch of uh, how many went? Do you remember? Thirty-two or three. Thirty-two teenagers. Or I, I mean, I think it might have been the whole. Group. The whole one. Yeah, the whole group. But uh, either way, that's a bunch of teenagers. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bunch of teenagers. Each and they, I saw yesterday Kendra put on there. They had a little beach time. They had a little Bible study in the morning. Bible study at night. Ate a bunch. Pool time. Yep. Sounds sounds like they're living rough down there. Yeah, rough times. Well, next week we might have a picture of Ledger Scott. We will definitely. No, we will have a picture. Seven pounds, eight ounces. No, eight pounds, two ounces. I think is what I've got. <laughs> so Harold is alluding. To, <laughs> Harold is alluding to the fact that we haven't. I would say uber competitive family. So everyone was in a pool for the date that he would come. And I believe Aiden, my son, has won that. I believe that if he comes today, Aiden will win. Um, so because that was over with yesterday, we have now a weight pool. I picked, I think, 8-2. W-E-I-G-H-T weight. Yeah, W-E-I-G-H-T, not, not weight, how long she's going to be in there. But, <laughs> Uh, so I am eight pounds, two ounces, I believe, the, or the, the, low, the lowest is six pounds. Roxy picked that, but six pounds, the, the nearest competitor is like seven, three or something. So she's got all of that oh, technically, oh. right? So that would, everybody laughed at it at first, but then when the weight started coming in, she's like, well, I've got everything up to, which is yeah, smart. Yeah. Um, Gabby picked nine, one. That's the, that's the lady having the baby. So I told her, I was like, it you probably better. feels that way. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah. She's, well, I think she said she gained seven pounds in a week yeah. this last week, you know, because you, know, you gained the most weight. But um, I picked eight two, I think it was. And immediately, Isabel, my other daughter, was like eight three. So she, she prices right at me on the weight. Maybe so. you can do closest and you get below you a little bit. Well, I know, because I think it's like closest without going over. It's just oh, like prices, prices right? right? Yeah, so I'm in trouble. Oh, goodness, man. Yeah. But it's got to be eight two. Point. It could be eight two point eight. Yeah, could be anything. <laughs> you know, eight point two nine, and I still technically will win. But uh, I, to be honest with you, we we do have a lot of fun with it. But yeah, if he's healthy and he's got all all you know, well, even if he's not healthy, but if as long as he's you know he he gets here, and uh, I'm pretty excited. Exciting. We didn't sleep much last night, so. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us today. You. And uh, you want to pray for us? Yeah, did we miss anything? We got anything coming baby, up? Baby Ledger. Oh, yeah. We got anything coming up? You know? What are you telling about? Just the worship of the Lord. That's right. I think that's the main thing. Yeah. We got, we'll got. we get a lighter church activity week because yeah. everybody's on vacation. Yeah. But, uh, I had a lot of people here Sunday, which was awesome. 8 30, 10 45 this Sunday. That's right. Hope Bible study you. at 9 30. And if you don't have one, show up. We'll get you one. Yes, I sir. promise. All right, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity. Lord, help this time to be. Uh, let this time be helpful to someone, Lord, and, and Lord, help us to find somebody. If, if they're not comfortable with, with, with sharing Jesus with somebody, Lord, we would hope that they would reach out to us and, and that we could talk to them, Lord, because it's, it's the most exciting news you will ever hear. And we thank you so much for that. Lord, thank you for, for our family and, and Gabby and Jesse and the baby and, and just help them as they're, they're going through that, to, that he gets here and everything is, is okay. Bless the doctors and the nurses taking care of them. And, and Lord, we just ask your, your, your watch over them and, and, and we're just so excited and, and can't wait for that. Lord, we just want to be with those who are not feeling well or getting diagnoses that are, that are negative. Lord, we still want to lift them up to you. Uh, we do have a lot of that going on uh, in our church and in our families. Um, we, just want to, we just want you to come in there and give them peace and comfort and, and, and just rest, Lord, sometimes that 
when you have those kind of news, you just need some rest and, and some recovery time. We just thank you so much for your son, Jesus, and what he does for us. And thank you for the opportunities that we get. And like I said earlier, we just pray that we recognize those opportunities as they're happening. And they don't let them, we don't let them pass by. That's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give Good some, job. Give us some music.